Hey, this is Romy Mack, and you're listening to some random shit. Congrats, Congrats on graduation, graduation punk. Punk. I love you. I love you. What's going on? This is another random shit episode. Excuse me, I'm burping and shit. Definitely a random shit episode. There I am in the D. I am with some people that I love very, very much. Well, fuck it, you already said it. I'm in the D. I'm in here. I'm with my mommy. It's the first podcast I've done with my mom in attendance and my brother too. And he's better known as Reginald, or as I say, Reginald. I was scared as shit. What was that sound? I didn't know what to go out there. I, was, Man, I, your audience, I didn't realize. And then we got, what we got? We got Mike and Jocelyn. Jocelyn, and of course, you got T-Dot Smurf back again uh, in here. Uh, it was just a random shit episode. And I'm going to just put the phone down right there, and we just, we just going to go. So, you know, graduations. Time flies. Ma, you remember your graduation? I remember it like it was like... Long time ago, 1978. Yeah, it was like more than 25 years ago. Yeah, yeah, well, you know, Richard is what, 40? It was 1978. 41 in a couple of days. Imagine this. Two years ago. Uh, 1978. 43 years ago. Mm-hmm. When I used to work, I used to make $3 per hour. What? Per hour. Yes. I said, Mama told me that the other day. Why'd you go to work? You could have collected that from grandma's drawer. It was $3.25. $3.25. Things weren't as expensive as it is now, so it was enough to cover you. Okay. Yeah. I got you. Okay. That's crazy. Hi, Reggie, you remember your graduation? Yeah. I, I do. I remember going to rehearsal with you, and you were saying hi to all your little girlfriends. <laughs> Which ones? In high school or yeah, in college? high school, nigga. <laughs> high school, nigga. This one time. Okay. Yeah. We know. So, Mike. Yeah. Graduation, you remember? Uh, party or like at the school? The, the, the school, graduation. School? Yeah, I remember the uh, graduation at the school. So, uh, it was good. It was hot. <laughs> Is that hot? Yeah, we're in the gym. Where we no, we're in the gymnasium. Yep, we're in the gymnasium. Yeah? And then you turned around. Uh, there was. Oh, he's still going. <laughs> <laughs> He's a good, he's good at talking. Still talking. I didn't realize, I didn't realize he was still talking. He took a pause. He had a little pause. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he knew something. The grudge. <laughs> we like the, like the grudge. Like the grudge and shit. Yeah. Uh, Twenty nine a gallon, I think that year is two thousand and nine. Three twenty nine. Yeah. Was, <laughs> that was crazy. Mike. When I first started driving, that shit was like a dollar. I don't even remember what gas was when we started. It was a hot dollar. It was probably like one eighty, one ninety something. But that was the lowest we probably saw gas prices. When we saw them at like two thirty, two fifty, it was like, oh my god, the world was about to end. <laughs> <laughs> Jocelyn, you remember yeah. graduation? I do. It's just coming up on ten years too. Holy shit! We went to I know. <laughs> we went. We were at uh, Soccer City, and my class was wild. They just like, yeah, they were like yelling the whole time during graduation, and yeah. yeah. Oh, Cara. 
You remember? You you remember? Yes, I do. I you do remember, remember graduating should... late and watching all my yeah. friends graduate on time. Yeah. Cause Carl, you got in trouble. I did. I had to beat a bitch ass. <laughs> well, <laughs> we do. Uh, yeah. That's Sometimes what, we have to do. Yeah. We my friend needed me, and I didn't. Well, I thought she needed me at the time, but. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember. I remember that. Because I thought my friend was harmed and I got suspended for five days. That was equivalent to 10, enough for a senior to fail. Mm. So the moment I fought, I ruined all my chances of graduating on time with my friend. I had to wait for the summertime. But it was okay because my friend still showed up and supported me. Emotional. But a friend that I fought for was not there. Mm. So that was Mm. good. It's all good. Noise. Life. She was there. But she'd been yeah. into the military by that time. No. She I was mean, young. She was younger than us. That was Alex, right? That was Alex. Yeah, Alex is two years younger than us. Yeah, she was, that bitch was still in school. Yeah, she was still in school. Yeah, so. Ow. Graduation for me. Um, I remember we. It was me, Alo, Shad, Joe. I think. Elgin. Don't Elgin. ask me for no memories, bitch. No. Graduate on time. Yeah, I get it. Look at me. We went to fucking Waterside. I think when we tried to go to Hooters, the shit was closed. The night before graduation. Everything we went was closed. And I think, I don't know if it was Shaw that got mad or K-Part. One of them one of the motherfuckers was like, they was just upset because we couldn't do shit. And I remember coming home that night because I think mom had me, what, 2 o'clock? I think was the... Was the uh, the curfew <laughs> the curfew at the time? That was a good curfew. But I came home. I came home. I remember going in the bathroom and looking in the mirror, and I cried because I had no fucking clue what I was going to do with my life. Like at that point in time, I was like, "What is about to fucking happen?" Little did I know, there was somebody uh, that was about to be uh, about to come into this um, this life that graduated today. You know what I mean? Um, you know my my daughter. Uh, you know what I'm saying she was in the in the in, in the stomach. You know what I'm saying about to come you know, come into this life, which is crazy. You know it's just crazy like how fast 17 years go. You know it goes crazy fast. But um, you know that graduation, the actual day, getting there, and all that. It was uh, it was cool. You know what I'm saying? Like to to be in that you know what I'm saying, being that moment, standing in that hallway for the last time and like looking like this is gonna be this is gonna be it. And then like having that I like hate hating the spotlight and the fact that, you know, you gotta walk across the stage and hear people yell your name and stuff like that. You hear my mom and dad you know, yelling all that stuff, you know. So um but it was uh but it was good. Anyway, Rochester, what's it like? Not that exciting. No. How long have you guys been there? I've lived for most of my life. Mm. Uh huh. How you get there, Mike? <laughs> me. She brought me there. Mm. Okay. Where y'all meet? Uh, Rochester. Well, Auburn Hills. Yeah. Mm. Met at my restaurant <laughs> that I was at at the time. Oh, okay. I was cooking. Cool. <coughs> Came in. You went in the grill? What's that? You went into the grill? <laughs> into the grill? Into a restaurant? Well, yeah. she, was, she was cooking, so. Well, it's an open, or an open kitchen mm-hmm. restaurant. Nah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't have to go all the way back. And right. Back, and she was staring at me every time I went in there. So, uh-huh. you, know, <laughs> you know how that goes. She kept sending me these good pancakes, so. Mm. 
I, uh, I don't know, I'll never forget when I walked in there, she turned around and it was like, time stop. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, that's it crazy. Was, uh, yeah. It really was. So, question oh, yeah. for you. How did you know that she was the one? Uh, how did I know she was the one? Mm -hmm. She loves me for who I really am. Mm. And who are you? But so do I. <laughs> Yeah, so, but if you were to ask yourself, yeah. who is Mike, what would you say? I mean, I'm uh, a lot of things. Right? <laughs> yeah, I'm not just one thing. I yeah. just mean, I've had a lot of people in my life that, uh, you know, I mean, everybody has people in their life that don't necessarily accept them for their, you know, natural born flaws, mm -hmm. you know, per se, things you don't control your parents, you know. I was adopted when I was a kid by my grandparents, okay. so I was raised in an area where it was all white people, um, so I came up on a farm pretty much, you know. Uh, so, to meet Jocelyn and uh, her family and have an environment where you know, I can be comfortable. Okay. You know what I mean? Accepted is a, is a lot. Mm -hmm. But the original question was, how did I know she was the right one? Right. Um, I don't know how anybody really knows. You know, it's the right one. I just, <laughs> I love her, you know? And she loves me. Yeah, but you were so <laughs> That's nice. But Jocelyn, you're so lovable. Yeah. Yeah, she's not. Nice. Right. Right. <laughs> so, I want to toss. <laughs> I want to toss something at everybody in here. I want to ask everybody in this room, do you feel like there's the one and only in this in this life? What's that? Huh? I want to, I'll break, I'll break that down for you, mommy. Let's just say something were to happen to dad. Do you think you'd ever find love again? Oh, well, I don't believe that I want to be in love with anybody else just the Lord to talk to What do you mean, just the Lord? I don't want to find out how You wouldn't want to be with anybody else. I wouldn't want to be dating. Maybe for my pictures. Okay. I would pay how much right. money. So, so my question to you is, do you feel like there is a one and only? Sure there is. I mean, not for me. Other people, yeah, right. Maybe for Johnson, well, but I'm asking like, for you. I'm about to go around the room, it's like, but I'm asking for you. me. Nah, well, we nah. why you feel that? Why you feel that? Way? I, don't, I don't think that. Why don't you feel that it's a one and only? Um, because that's not like that's not been my experience. So, mm. what has been your experience? Uh, Some repetitive shit. People are very interested in Sean for like. Short period of time, it might be like three years, but less than that, no. And that's it. So after that, they're just like, all right, time for me to go. I got, I got things to do. So I don't, okay. I don't think there's a person for me. I think that I just need to be happy in every moment. Right. Okay. Carl. Is there? T dot. Smart. What do you think about the concept of like one and only? Do I think there's a one and only for me? Yes. Because the polar opposite of everything that exists 
that there's an opposite, right? To everything that exists. Okay. So, the person for me would technically be strong in all the places that I'm weak. Mm -hmm. And I would be strong in all the places they're weak. Okay. They would be the yin to my yang. Right. They would be the balance to me. Mm -hmm. So, if I can find a way to integrate and live, cohabitate with somebody that is polar opposite from me, that is a person for me. Okay. Sorry, oh, that is my logic. I can and that's why I married fucking Tiffany with a fat ass from Baltimore. And I can respect that. Yo, I cannot right now. I'm fucking weak. I pray to God. I did. I said, God, I want somebody smart. I want a woman that's really good. I want a woman that I'm attracted to. I am screaming. I want a woman even when I'm mad at her, I look at her and I still crave her. I want a woman that that really can really consume my attraction like that. All right. And I found her in her birth, and she's also a Scorpio. Right. We so, see each other every day, but guess what? We live to tell the story. Well, let me ask you this. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, let me ask you this. Well, let me ask you this shit. So, in the event that let's just say something were to happen to her, mm-hmm. like a demise, yeah, do you think you'd be able to find love again? Yeah. So you still believe in one and only? So we talk about one and only. I can fall in love again, but I won't fall in love again with my one and only. I love you. I can love another woman romantically, but she won't ever be Tiffany. Absolutely. She won't be that you know one what? I love that, that was my stamp. No. But I can love a woman. Yeah. Like, let's stop acting like you can't love more than one person. That's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? That's why I'm from you. You can love more than one person. When you think? talk about your one and only, mm-hmm. when you talk about somebody that is fit for you, you gotta mm-hmm. take your own. You gotta understand yourself first. Mm-hmm. If, if you don't understand yourself, you, of course, there's no one and only for you because you're still searching. Right. But for me, I know my own weaknesses. I accept myself. You right. know what I'm saying? So for me, I know where my strengths reside in another person. What do so you? So that's why I believe in it. Okay. What do you think about this concept that? There is no one and only. It's just your turn. That's a negative mindset, and that's repetitiveness. And, and you know what else I say? Mm-hmm. A lot of times we get so consumed with what our brain has seen over and over again, like a record. We think that what we've seen is all there is to life. That's not true. You know what I'm saying? So if you have a hopeful mindset, you don't ever think like that. Oh, yeah. if, if you really That's see a silver line in a playbook, you don't ever say, you know what, there's a box I'm going to go sit in. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. For me, Tiffany is my polar opposite. My heart be broken if she's gone. Fuck yeah. Do I love a woman to tell me, look, go love again? Hell yeah, she's going to tell me to go love another woman. But she, that's my woman. You know? Okay. But, yeah. You can love more than one person. But when you know yourself, you be like, you know what, this woman is going to This one I'm going to listen to. Question for you. Do you feel like you know how to love? That's a hard question. I do. Love is a choice that you choose every day. Every day. You know what I'm saying? And on top of that, if you feel like you just know how to love, then you already know everything. You know what I'm saying? But if you're in the constant, like, I I have a mind frame of I'm open-minded, like, but I'm attached to nothing. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I'm willing to learn, you know, but, like, I'm not going to hold on to old shit that, like, like, I'm going to choose to learn. It's going to be a learning, like, love. It's going to be a learning process every day. Even with my kid, he's five. 
Mm -hmm. Like the same love he needs right now is gonna be different when he's 13. So it's gonna take me, like every day I gotta choose, you mm -hmm. know what, I'm gonna be submissive to what you need right now, or I wanna be submissive to the mission of me learning, you know what I'm saying? Because I really wanna be, I really wanna love him, you know what I'm saying? Right. So there's no like, you said your love language was gifts, so now I gotta give you gifts for the rest of your life. That's stupid. That's stupid. That says that we're one. We live on a spectrum. We're 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 not like, hey, I'm just this one thing. We live on a whole colorful spectrum of a personality. You know what I'm saying? So you gotta love the fucked up me. You gotta love the depressed me. You gotta love the hyper me. You gotta. So that takes like learning. When you learn somebody. You learn how to love. You know what? I gotta give you space. That's how I'm loving right now. Right. Right now I gotta I gotta be on you. That's what you mean. You know what I'm saying? But you can't say that I know how to love you. And that's it. Okay. We change everything every day. I like that. All right, so let me ask you this. What, what is your, I don't ask everybody in the room, what is your idea of a healthy relationship? With anybody, anybody. Friend, girlfriend, Growth. Communication. Wife. Communication. Yes. Yes. Communication. If you feel some type of way, say that shit. We can communicate all day if we ain't grown, stagnant. You know what I'm saying? That's a free, that's a uh, byproduct of growth. Listen. <laughs> Sometimes you can you can over communicate and then not go. I mean that might be true, and I'll step back on that because I don't know. But I'm I was just saying like I feel like the communication is the foundation of having a great relationship, platonically, uh, romantically, whatever. It's but definitely the, the basis of I can say, all solutions. I can say that I can say that in my platonic relationship with them, when we like when we literally we literally had to be separated because of COVID, we made conscious efforts like all the time, didn't we? Mm -hmm. All the time. Yeah. To make sure that we talked to each other. Yeah. All the time. And we communicated the things that we needed to communicate. So now it's not a surprise to me that y'all came. Because y'all know how I feel about y'all already. We might have had a space in between because y'all had a baby, which is wonderful. That's this beautiful is, too. It's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. Um, so y'all had to like take time for yourselves. But y'all have always been consistent with me. We've yeah. Sean I love y'all too. He in his bag, you know, his yeah. soap boxing and I'll be like y'all. So healthy so a healthy relationship to you, Reggie, is Evolving. communication. Communication. Alright. Mike, yeah. Jocelyn, you guys obviously being together, what is your idea? I'll ask you individually, so I mean hopefully that's not the answer you guys are far Maybe they don't wanna fight me. You know what I'm saying? I so, like Jocelyn, right? I go to you. What is your idea of a healthy relationship? I mean, definitely just honesty. I think that's a big one. And definitely communicating and growing. I think those are all like just on top of each other, you know? Yeah, honesty. Okay. Just saying what you mean, you know? Mike, what about you, Mike? What is a healthy relationship? Same. Uh, I mean, I'm no, I agree. Honesty, uh, just being there for the other person, uh, you know, being the person.
person, like kind of what T-Dot said earlier. T-Dot! Hey, T-Dot! Kind of being the other person, you know, not necessarily their crush, but everybody feels different every day. Right. You know, nobody can really explain why everybody feels different every day. I think that's something that is a I think that's something that a lot of people will deny. I don't care 
what he does. You know what I'm saying? I'm loving him. I'm not, it's not, yeah. he doesn't meet my agenda That's of what who they, I believe this is he what is. These two do. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, I just love him for who he is. But that's a healthy relationship. And also, to piggyback off of what you guys said, communication. Like, when you get into a conversation with someone, you don't have a right and wrong perspective. You, I mean, right or wrong. It's not right and wrong. It's perspective-based. When I talk to you, we can look at, for instance, that painting over there. Like, we can look at that. There's one, two, three, four. Yeah, all of five. All of us can look at this painting, and we can see the different perspectives. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're going to see things differently. And, it, and none of us are wrong. You know what I'm saying? We're just looking at it from different perspectives. You know what I'm saying? Different lenses. So... To be able to accept those perspectives, like I'm like Mike sees that and he's like, oh that looks like a rain day. What the fuck does Mike know? You know what I mean? I cut it. I like I dismiss him. In a in a in a in healthy relationship, I don't dismiss how you feel. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm able to accept how you feel for what you feel instead of like, oh man, Mike thinks that's a fucking rainy day, man. The fuck does he know? You know what I'm saying? Like I accept. What you see, what you see, no problems. I don't tear you down or nothing like that. So, right. getting back to what you guys said, communication and, and being able to share how I actually feel about something. I'm not holding back something because I, I have fear that you're going to critique me in a certain way. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like, all right, Jocelyn sees that picture. Mike sees that picture. They don't see it the same way, but they accept each other for how they see it. I had a question. What you got? Do you believe in unconditional love? And if not, what are the conditions to your love? Oh. Well, you the host now. Who? <laughs> <laughs> oh, she on the TV. Don't do that while I'm talking on the TV. <laughs> so, maybe <laughs> so with that. Do you, um, do you believe in unconditional love? And if not, what are the conditions to your love? Okay. Um, I aim to have unconditional love. Now, was I raised to believe that I was loved conditionally? Yes, I'll say that. But, like, for me, it's all about, like you said, learning to learning how to love and, and seeing things differently. And when you learn to love someone unconditionally, you let them be whoever they want to be like T dot is not the idea of what I want her to be and I love her anyway Regignol is not the idea of who I want him to be but I love him my mother is not the idea of who I want her to be and I love her just the same you know what I'm saying like no matter whatever she does I'm going to there's just this undeniable love when that you have for your parents I promise your parents could do some fucked up shit to you but no matter it's just like something in you it's just no and you know innately you're just gonna love them you know what i mean i would consider that just unconditional love you know what i'm saying like and that's what i aim to like what you aim to do like that love that you have for your kids no matter how much they fuck up no matter how much they do dumb shit you just still have that love for them you can spoil them to death they could do foul shit to you probably call you call you a bitch or something like that and you still have that love for them right? yeah you know what i'm saying 
But that but that type of love, you know what I'm saying? That's what you that's what you want that's what you want to have. And um all of us have been programmed. You know, we're twenty at least twenty five and up. Right. So there's a lot of programming that is done between the theta years, which is zero to seven years, you know what I'm saying? And you get programmed by a lot of things, you get in, implanted a lot of ideas of what you feel life is to be. But you also are doing you're also getting this programming from people that don't necessarily know what the fuck they're doing either. Sure. They're just doing the best they can with the knowledge that they have at the time. Right. But when you learn something uh, new, we did that. you can we change did that. that. You know what I'm saying? You can learn something new. So, you know, it's all right to say I messed up. I didn't know how to do that at that particular time. And then once you learn something new, you apply it to your life and you better your life. You know, so for me, answer T Dot's question, unconditional love, I believe in. I aim to do that now. And I make it a point that anybody that I tell that I love, I tell them I love them unconditionally. You know what I mean? So Seabook, mommy. I love you unconditionally. No matter, like, I promise you, no matter how much we will ever quarrel or see, uh, or not see eye to eye on something, I'm going to love you unconditionally. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Me and old Reginald, <laughs> same thing. You know, we may not see eye to eye on something. I'm going to love him unconditionally. Right. He may very well piss me off with certain things that he might do. I'm going to love him unconditionally. Of course. You know, yes. it'll always be my baby. That's just what it is. Right. You know. I'm about to be like you. I can't wait to answer the question I asked. Go ahead. Do you want to know the conditions to my unconditional love? Uh-huh. The moment I got to stop loving myself to love you. Exactly. Love and you that's it. And that's it. Because that's Shade for you. The moment you. I got to punish myself that's to the love you, I can't give you that free openness. If I got to set myself on fire, if I got to play small, if I have to... If I have to denounce who I am, if I have to do any of those things, mm-hmm. then for me, I can't give you unconditional love. Those are conditions to it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm saying that your life and you are more important when I say, you know what, I'm going to sacrifice my happiness to make sure Is that really love, though? At that point in time? Loving myself. No, no, no. I'm saying, like, as far as, like, if, if you have to... To do that, like what you're, what you're just describing, you know what I'm saying? For that person, is well, that really I, I love? Think, I think that's that's subjective. A lot of people say, like, you know, we I all, miss y'all we so all much. go to the Bible and say, oh, what's the definition of love? But a lot of people can tell you, you know, you ask everybody in the room, it might be something different when it comes to them. Well, that's why they say love languages, but that's just the basis of it. It's mm-hmm. like a million different ways people like to like, receive and give love. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, <laughs> they don't know. So, let me ask you this. What do you think about the idea of romantic love? Like It's hot and it's fire. I'm a fucking scorpion. That's all I got. What I'm saying is that romantic love is like this, like that honeymoon phase. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody is, <laughs> well, everybody's always looking for that like romantic love and they think it's going to last forever. But they're gonna. There comes a point in time where the honeymoon phase ends, and that's when the relationship begins. Where like things are, everything is good. You know what I'm saying? But then there comes a point in time where it's like, damn, I see something about you that I don't necessarily care for. So now 
I have to decide. But you know what? Do I really love? Because it's some shit that we all have in us that we don't like. Yeah. I don't have to make it that big about a person. Either what they got going on destroys me or it doesn't. I don't have to make it a big thing. If you'd like to bite your toenails, if that's not ruining my money in my life, that's your thing. You know what I'm saying? We don't have to oh, pick wow. people apart. I like that. The what? moment you start picking like people Willow apart. Smith. Oh, that, wow. No, no, dead ass. Yeah. The moment, <laughs> this the is my moment, baby, though. Oh, the moment you start wow. picking people apart, you start showing that you really don't love yourself. Because yeah. I know I got shit with me. And I know I got weird things. So I'm not going to be like, you know what? You got this thing that I just noticed after two years. That I ain't really messing with. Either it's detrimental and I gotta remove myself or I can learn to live with it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna see him be no private. Cause if what you giving me 70% of the time feel like love, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna cry about the 30 because I know my own shit. I know that I'm coming to see your life the same way. You might really enjoy my 70%, but it's that 30% you can pick apart all day. I want you to extend grace to me. Mm-hmm. I don't want you to talk about you know how I like to go in the bathroom for an hour after work and just sit in there with a shower running. That and I'm not in the problem. shower. I don't want you to talk about that. Well, let me ask you this: Do you equate happiness to being with somebody? No, no. I equate happiness to what I become. So if I become a better lover, if I become a better mother, if I become a better sister, cousin, whatever. Okay, come through. Come through. What I become, not who I am to somebody. You know what I'm saying? No hell no. So, like, you know how you get to a certain age and people are like, oh, when you gonna get married? You know what I mean? It's like, do you, you, you have no problem asking me when I'm gonna get married, but you don't ask me if I'm happy. Because how many married people are in unhappy situations? A lot of people. But it's a lot of unhappy single people too that want to somebody that's what i'm saying sometimes this okay 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 don't do that don't do that to me no 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 see you say me like that because you feel away that's why i said it that's why but if you was one of them people that was single and you really enjoy being i do that that's fine but a part of you wants to be with somebody because none of us are built alone you know what i'm saying and that's okay it's nothing wrong with admitting it you know what i'm saying but on the flip side it's like yo like this shit don't gotta be that hard they don't. You find somebody that you mesh well with. Okay. Either y'all meet or you don't. You know. You don't gotta be mean to somebody. You don't gotta pick them apart. You don't gotta say, but you know what? Your upper lip is when you're trying to do that. You got this curl pattern in your hair, Mike, that I don't know if I want a manual to have. You don't gotta pick somebody apart. You really gotta understand the beauty of a human being. Everything we not makes us everything we are. So you say yeah. picking somebody apart, and that's what that's the reason God made it. That's one of my favorite comments. You know what I'm saying? Like that's about the only common sense shit he ever. Spit I know you fucking lying. Wrote, I know you fucking lying. Well, somebody somebody getting serious like about Kanye. 70, Don't come for my boy. Uh huh. <laughs> you seem like the type that that protect Kanye. Right? Excuse me. I know. What's happening? Okay. That's what you're supposed to do. People, uh, people get protective about yeah, the artist. Boy, really that beehive that? shit. Bro. Are you really doing the beehive? <laughs> Say something bad about the beehive. Ride them all the way down and see what the fuck happens. Let Chris Jarrett get off the plane. I'm getting on too. All right, okay, okay. T dot. What do you think is the biggest misconception about the LGBTQ community to you for your life? That we're so different from straight people. 
Exactly. Like, Jesus Christ. Like, this is not a fucking. Ugh, this is not a side them. show. This is not like, what type of diaper are you? Like, I have a cousin with Exactly. Zeus 
You know what I'm saying? So it's like, where does that come from? There's a lot of thoughts in our heads that make us feel like we're not good enough. And, you know, we're uh, we're not worthy of certain things. So we feel the need to prove ourselves or validate ourselves and do uncertain shit that we don't even have to do. Because none of us are incomplete and none of us are broken. We are fine just the way we are. And we can be loved just the way we are. Whatever you're into, you can be into that. That's a choice. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, not be, because you're white, you don't get, you know, you know what I'm saying? You don't have to like this shit. Because you're black, you don't have to like this shit. You know what I'm saying? Are there similarities between our races? Sure. Well, you know what I'm saying? It, but if it's like, okay, so like automatically, like she was saying, T dot, if, if, she wears those clothes, she's gonna be seen as different, you know, because society, I, I'll call it society, I don't know what everybody wants to call it, programming society, yeah, the common idea of what everybody's supposed to look like, the little boxes on the hillside and everybody pulling out it at the same time. It's it's not hard to be different. It's not hard to stick out, right. you know, and it's not like anybody's trying to say, hey, you know, I'm this person like this, you know, nobody's going around screaming at the top of their lungs because yeah. that's, a, again, not a part of our society. Like, society right now is saying stay away from each other and don't talk to each other. You know? I mean, that's what I've seen. I, I that's worked, a fact. I worked that's in uh, Amazon for like six months. I worked with tons of guys from the military and just all sorts of different walks of life. And uh, the supervisor would walk around yelling at everybody six feet. Now, that was the most bizarre shit I'd ever heard and seen in my life. I've worked for tons of small business owners and tons of different, you know, I was an intern at a chiropractor's office. So from a doctor to a guy who owned a heating cooling company that was a biker, and I worked for bookies before who owned their small businesses. I worked for all different walks of life. Never have I ever been yelled at like I was yelled at by these people on Amazon. Like, they thought it was just okay. And they would yell at everybody like that. And that really put things in perspective for me when it comes to how and what is accepted in America right now. I mean, yeah, like, I mean, not that. The question is, why? Right. Why is that like, okay? Why we, it is too hard. The programming. To we're, still, we're still stuck yeah. with the middle school programming. So I feel like that's where that shit started. Everything from dating, from wanting to be accepted, everything is on middle school program. Oh, yeah. So it's like, sure. I'm worried about what the fuck they're going to think right. if I wear this shit. I'm worried about what they're going to think if I talk to this person. And it's, it's a fight that you could potentially be in alone because the moment you decide to not conform to the things that society tells you, you know, that you officially got society and then if you want to be the popular cool person online, if you want to be, either you going to do what they're doing or you're not. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Like, like it's just a hard fight by yourself yeah, yeah, yeah. to be an individual. But, but there's also this saying? other part to it. Jim Carrey has this quote. He says, the more you try to fit in, the more you become invisible. Right. Because yeah. the goal is to be nobody. Well, the, the idea... Is so fucking transparent, though. Mm-hmm. That I'm not uh I'm not overly seen. Right. It's supposed to be like Mike when I talk to you, you can hear in me. You Jocelyn, when I talk to you, 
you can hit. So I'm not supposed to be so grand mm -hmm. that I stick out in this room. It's supposed to be one of those things like, yo, I can, Sean can see himself and his mom. You can see, you know what I'm saying? It's supposed to be a rotating right. pool of us seeing ourselves well, and each other. That's it. Right. Well, the real, well, another perspective right. of it is like, instead of trying to fit in, we just belong. You know what I'm saying? So it's like me being who I am. For in, or for or for instance, for you guys, being nudists, you guys belong. You know what I'm saying? You found each other. You know, you found your tribe. Are you guys nudists or naturists? I learned the difference today. Inside or outside? Do you prefer? Oh, inside or outside? Outside, I would say. Yeah, I like being in the wilderness. Right. Yeah. All right, mom. Mom, which one are you? A nudist or a naturalist? Oh, child, you know, black mama's been punishing their children. They're nudists. I've never been inside and naked. You're a black person. Yo, you want to know something so funny? Mom used to come in my room, half butt naked, twenty four seven. Yes. Pout on her chest, talking about some help me out. Put this bracelet on my wrist or whatever. Buckle this shoe for me. You listening? With all her biscuits busting out the can. All I'm saying. But the moment she Cheryl. found out I was a lesbian and I came in the room, she was like, oh, girl, put that shit away. <laughs> <laughs> don't nobody want them titties. Don't nobody want that. I don't want no titties. Watch your 
What is your biggest fear in life? I don't know. I'm just going to be that, um, that um, me not being able to, um, oh, no, um, that my children doesn't know that I love them unconditionally. That's my biggest fear. Damn, for real? Yeah? Well, girl, you I'm scared to lose my son. She might as well say she's living that day. Well, it's different right. now. We can, well, now, well, the, the beauty of it is that it's a trust, and then we can work from it. But that's good. Ma, so you love me unconditionally. Did I say that? Ma. All right, well, Reggie, no. Is that the case, Mom? Yeah. You do for real. Either you wouldn't accept the answer or you don't. He ain't going to say it. Well, recognized for you. Yeah, he wanted to what is? Yes, baby, I love you. What is yes. your biggest fear of? Yes. Well, no, woman, because I don't. I understand that I'm not. I'm gonna live forever, so I don't. Um, I don't I'm not fearful of anything because I know that everything that has anything to do with me is in my power, and if it's not in my power, it's for my good. So I really don't. I guess. Um, my my biggest fear is being in a relationship with another person and suffering. I guess that's my biggest fear. Welcome to humanity, baby. But would you say that You're suffering... You're to suffer. We're humans. But wouldn't you say that you? suffering is more self-induced because it's all about what gets to you yeah. and what you allow to get to you? Yes, it, it is about that, but there's some people who don't want to waver from what they do. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I'll, I'll leave it at that. There, there's some people who don't want to change the way they are. They mm-hmm. want you to be different. Right. And you're willing to be different because you like that person. But at the end of the day. Are you being yourself, though? Are you being yourself and are you comfortable? And that's that's the reason why I'm so but that is the reason why I'm so happy. I'm so elated that Mike and Jocelyn love me platonically. Because they love me tomorrow, yesterday, next week, next year. There is it doesn't it doesn't waver. There's it doesn't change. So I don't know if I want to be in a partnership with anybody because my platonic relationships show me the love that I feel like I need. Uh huh. Okay. I respect that. Michael? Biggest fear. I mean, I've had, uh, faced a lot of fears in life. So, that being said, um, I guess. Biggest fear would be repeating past mistakes. Um, not learning, you know, and probably, you know, I would have to say that. I would have to say just not, uh, not growing. I think is the biggest fear. Being stagnant. Piggyback off of that. How do you know if you're growing? Uh, I think if you're not comfortable 
um, and you're not challenging yourself. Like when I get comfortable, I don't feel like there's growth. Like I like to, I like to always think of myself as like uh, an empty glass. So if I see my environment, my relationships, if I see those things um, dwindling, uh, if I don't see happiness in those things, I think that's probably the biggest, biggest sign of being stagnant. You know.
fucking gnawed, you know. Um, I'm screaming. That's what happened. I'm screaming. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, you know, it, it was something, it was a conversation that I had with my best friend, T-Dot. And we talked about, who are you when you're not saving people? That makes all the difference. Yeah. Because that's all ego shit. Yeah. Trying to save every fucking body. But who are you without none of that shit? Like, who are you? Who, who, who is John Robert McAllister III without trying to save my mother? Without trying to save my brother, without trying to save my uh, my sister over there, you know what All I'm saying? Right. So it's like, you know, relax, and you you don't have to be anybody. You can just be you. You know what I'm saying? Like we are who we are, and it's it's um it's eye opening. You a fast learner, bro? You know what I'm saying? Like I I keep my ear to the ground. And I'm and I'm grateful for God placing people into my life for me to go to Florence Bowser Elementary in Suffolk, Virginia, to have Miss Carrie while somebody has Miss Leonard sitting over there and then we Her name is Miss Quarterbon now, she married that fucking Bowser. No, no, no. That was Sarah Brown that married fucking Quarterbon. Yeah, I'm be trying to mix up these suffer relationships. But you know what I'm saying? Like for us, for us to create that bond back in '95, riding our bikes around our neighborhood, and then for her to become my little brother's babysitter, and becoming a really good friend with my mother, playing man Kyla and all kind of shit. We all just came together at church. And then for us to go years, some years without speaking to each other. And then just by sheer God in the universe bringing us back together to where we came into each other's life at the most opportune time for us to show each other how we can just be better going forward. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. You should be a teacher. <laughs> I am. That's what this podcast is for. We know. You know what I'm saying? We know you like so, and um, it's just like I'm just very grateful for like the opportunity to have these moments with the people that I love unconditionally. My my sister. Unconditionally. Yeah. You gotta stop loving yourself to love me. I don't want you. Alright, nigga. I get it. You gotta stop. I don't want you to stop loving yourself. But Ignald, but for me to have Ignald, my mother, all on this episode to be like, you know, this is how. I take dumb. I don't give a damn. Dang, I smell it too. It's on television. Man, yeah. can you try to put the tissue on the door and blush every time it fucking turns dry? I'm listening on the string. <laughs> and she pull that thing every time. Yes, I'm every time. But you know what I'm saying? That biggest, that biggest fear. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's everything. Of my biggest fear is ego based. It has nothing to do with who I am as like the soul of me. The souls don't have no fear. The souls don't have nothing. The soul just Your is. Soul is a the ego feels the need to prove itself to every fucking body, no matter who it is. It's like you say something about me. Oh man, but well, that happened because I did. did. No, the soul is like, I'm just here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it takes a while to understand that shit because you've been so programmed for so long with this ego. 
and ego comes from pain when you've been traumatized when you've been bullied or something like that your ego is there to protect you from the pain right but the pain is where the lesson no, is. No, don't do that. You know don't do saying? that because you might as well go take a collection place. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did. No, for real. You need to be a mentor. Yeah. So, so I, that's I don't, I don't where think, I think that the things that you're speaking, they definitely are not falling on deaf ears. Yeah. We definitely oh. picking up what you putting down. Yeah. But you got a you got a fire in you, man. Yeah. Cause I want to smoke this weed. Yeah. You, know, well, you should definitely smoke this weed. You should definitely smoke this weed. You know. But you know you're teaching your whole fire, so okay. I don't want to interrupt you. Are you screaming yet? I'm screaming. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the but that's I'm the whole thing though. The ego feels the need to prove itself, and the soul don't give a fuck. That's really what it boils down to. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, am I going to be this presentation for you, or am I just going to be me? Am I just going to be John Rob McAllister the third? Am I just going to be Romy Mac? You know what I'm saying? I don't need to be anything for anyone because if I'm loved unconditionally, I'll just be who the fuck I am. But if I feel like I'm loved conditionally, I'm going to do it according to that individual who I want to receive love from so that I can feel whole. You know what I'm saying? So like for me to think, oh, for me to think like Mike likes me as a person, I want to do whatever it takes to make sure that you're good. Whatever that is. Jocelyn, whatever, whatever the fuck Jocelyn likes, it's like, okay. All right, Jocelyn says she likes food trucks. I like food trucks. I like food trucks, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't even fuck with food trucks, you know what I'm saying? It's like, well, I'm doing this shit for her. T-Dot likes to smoke fucking weed. You know what? I like smoking weed. Fuck weed. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's all about just being yourself and accepting people for who they are and their differences. You know what I'm saying? Just ever since, That's but to have, friendship. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But to I'm have my mother, divorce. to have my mother, sequel who yo, her yo, biggest yo. fear is watching scary movies. And then to have my brother, my baby brother, you know what I'm saying, to be on this show and express himself in the most raw way. For Mike to be on this show, Jocelyn to be on the show. I'm extremely grateful for you guys giving your perspective on stuff. I know that whoever listens to this is going to be able to heal because they're going to see themselves in all of you, all of us. You know what I'm saying? The goal is becoming nobody. Exactly. Everybody can see themselves in you. So, before I end this, I want to go around the room. Is there anything that you want to add? You know, something might be able to. Uh, someone listening to this might be able yeah. to learn from it. Yep, the yeah. truth can't be something that can be realized. What would you like to share? I would like to share that I love my brother, John Robert McAllister. And I love him because of this. Sucks balls. Let me explain this to y'all. They, they taste good. My brother, my brother has always been an ally. My brother has not always been on. My brother has not always agreed with me. He was an ally. 
my brother has not always my brother has not always liked me. But I tell you one thing, my brother has always been an ally. Always. So the reason why I'm able to cultivate friendships, like my baby here, and this is my baby too. <laughs> Two babies. It's because and my brother doesn't understand this because we we are at odds very often, even if we don't say it to each other. But the way that he loves me is the way that I've learned and people need to love me. So then I'm able to cultivate a relationship like these two. These yeah, people love me. Accepting. These people love me. I can tell because you worrying the fuck out of me. <laughs> and then you flinched one time. That's real love. You don't wear your mama to death all day. She, she don't keep... You, when you love somebody, you worse them like me. You supposed to worry <laughs> You like, I'm sitting here. Exactly. So what I'm saying is my brother taught me that no matter what it is that John is, as long as Sean is not a disrespectful, hateful, evil person for the, rest of, love. for the rest of his life, then he will love me. And I moved on and realized that not only my brother does that, but these two. And all the other people that we know, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All the other people that we know. We're talking about that all the way. But my brother doesn't know that. My brother doesn't sit down and think about that because my brother is very much in his head. Let's be honest, my brother very much in his head. He doesn't think about that. My brother taught me. You say I taught you. You taught me how to be, how to love somebody and be an ally, even if you don't fuck with them. You taught me that. Mm, you better keep leading by example. You taught me that, yo. Even if you don't fuck with them, you love me anyway. Romy don't care about how I act sometimes. I'm like, why the hell does this nigga act like this? But he loved me anyway. And when I talk to him, he still be like, he'll still say beautiful things to me, like, you know, Sean, you're this and you're that. He'll say these affirmations to me. And then I move forward in my life, and Jocelyn and Mike have nothing to do with my brother. Nothing. But they can see that I talk to them the same way. And my brother says to me, I don't care what y'all do as long as y'all ain't evil. Right. My brother taught me what that was like. And I don't think that he knows that because he's so much in his head. So that's all I wanted to say at the end of your podcast. Is that you taught me how to love people unconditionally, even if you didn't even know that you did. Well, I appreciate that, man. T-Dot, anything you want to share? The truth can't be told. It can only be realized. Stop explaining yourself and let your life be Shut up. Cheryl Desiree, see Boogie. I'm just going to say, I have been so enlightened tonight. You sweet, baby. I want to be one of the first people to say yes. I have been closed-minded, and all I got to do is give people an opportunity. So now, my mind is open and right.
bitch is a clown. You can't fucking breathe right now, yo. Yo, like, my mom was a, my mom was a fucking fool, yo. Like, honestly. She said exactly what she was necessary. She did not say what came from her. But why is she falling asleep? Yo, yo. But why is mom falling Why is she talking though? Well, that's the funny question talking about. Jesus I learned so much tonight. <laughs> hey! What is that? Alright, Mike. Mike, you gotta think you, you wanna leave for the show tonight. Uh, don't ever be afraid to try something new and always remember there is a tomorrow. So keep pushing. Alright. Jocelyn. Uh, dear. Stay positive and love everyone. Uh, you can. Uh, <laughs> they have right here. That's <laughs> like I can't fucking breathe. Like, get in, but she loves us. Mike's gonna keep a grip on his yeah. wrist, cause. You know, I need right. my back massage now. Yeah, man. All right. Okay. Look how I'm talking. All right. For she me. She was saying, "Watch you get right <laughs> in, <laughs> 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 For for me, um. <laughs> the last thing I want to leave the listeners with is like the only thing that's important is that you value the time spent with the people that you love. Ooh, because like, it's, for me, it's like I, it. I can quarrel. I, I can quarrel about some shit. I can have something that I disagree with you about. But if you were not here to share this moment with me, I don't know how I would feel. You know what I mean? Nigga, why are you going through my motherfucking bag? I can't I go. am. Can you just go do your damn uh, podcast? I can't stand. I can't stand. We'll talk about that later. Just oh, shit. God damn. This is my first time cursing in front of you guys as mom. It's kind of like a crush. Uh, go ahead. Rush it out. But, um, you know, that um, it's all. But honestly. Like, you know, I'm wild as hell. I can let her eyes. But this is another random shit. From Romy Mac, from T Dot, Cheryl Boogie, Jocelyn, Mike, and my baby brother Regignald, and we out.